The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. Who were the 70 or 72 disciples in Luke chapter 10? Luke 10 is the only place where we find the account of Jesus sending a specific 70 or 72 disciples to prepare the way for him. The discrepancies in the number, 70 or 72, come from differences found in approximately half of the ancient scrolls used in translation. The texts are nearly evenly divided between the numbers, and scholars do not agree on whether the number should be 70 or 72, although such a minor issue is no cause for debate. Since the number 70 is repeated other places in Scripture, it may be more likely that the actual number of disciples was 70, with the two being a copyist's error. Whether there were 70 or 72 disciples sent out by Jesus is irrelevant. What is important are the instructions Jesus gave them and the power that came upon them to perform miracles and cast out demons. After appointing these 70 or 72 disciples, Jesus spoke of the great need for evangelism. He then commissioned the 70, giving them these instructions. 1. Go. This is foundational. The seventy were to divide into pairs and visit all the places where Jesus was about to go. 2. Be wary. The seventy were like lambs among wolves, surrounded by danger. 3. Live by faith. The seventy were to carry no extra provisions. They carried the message of Jesus and didn't need to be burdened down with material things. 4. Be focused. The seventy were to greet no one along the road and not allow themselves to be sidetracked from the more important mission of evangelism. 5. Extend your blessing. Whoever housed the seventy were to be blessed, using the common greeting of the day, Peace to this house. 6. Be content. The seventy were told not to seek better accommodations. They were to stay in the home that first received them. 7. Receive your due. The laborer is worthy of his wages. Doing evangelistic work is indeed work and is worthy of compensation. 8. Be flexible. The seventy were to eat whatever their hosts served. As God's servants, they were not to be finicky. 9. Heal the sick. Jesus gave the seventy disciples specific authority to heal diseases and illness. It was as if the great physician had seventy interns making house calls. When the seventy returned to Jesus, they jubilantly recounted how they were able not only to heal diseases, but also to cast out demons. 10. Proclaim the kingdom. The message of the seventy disciples was simple. The kingdom of God has come near to you. This was a clear-cut call to faith in the king who would soon visit each village. Jesus then told the seventy disciples that they might expect rejection in some villages, and he told them how to respond. Publicly wipe the dust of that town from their feet. Proclaim the kingdom one more time and warn them of coming judgment. A similar commissioning had occurred with Jesus' twelve apostles, as the Lord sent them out to cure diseases and cast out demons. The main difference is that Jesus had told the twelve they were to preach in Galilee, avoiding Gentile areas in Samaria, but the seventy were given no such restriction. The identities of these seventy disciples are never given in Scripture, and the group is never mentioned again, even during the time of the early church in Acts. It seems their ministry was specific to preparing Jesus' path to Jerusalem. Various individuals have been suggested as possibly being part of the Seventy. The unnamed exorcist in Luke 9, verse 49, for example. Two of them may have been Barsabbas, known as Justice, and Matthias, since they were chosen by the apostles as possible replacements for Judas.
One of the requirements for apostleship was that the candidate had to have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. Acts 1, verses 21 and 22. We can also speculate that the seventy were part of the 120 gathered in the upper room on Pentecost when the Holy Spirit was first poured out. Since God did not consider it important for us to know the names of the seventy disciples he charged with the important task of preparing the way for Jesus, we don't need to consider it important either. What Jesus called attention to was not the power he gave them, but the fact that their names were written in heaven. In the same way, while we may get excited about visible miracles and demonstrations of supernatural power, the greatest miracle of all is the fact that unworthy sinners can become righteous children of God. When our focus moves to ourselves and how God is using us, we're headed in the wrong direction. It is a good reminder that since their names are unimportant, ours are too. It's the name of Jesus Christ alone who deserves all the attention and glory. It's enough that our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.